All right, guys. Now this podcast is getting into full swing. The NBA season is upon us, and I'm a huge NBA fan. So we have the NBA. We have the NFL. We got poker in the fall. In my World Series of Poker Trips coming up. So this is... This is, and then we got the market going crazy like a roller coaster. So this is when the podcast gets exciting. I have plenty to dive into and talk about every single episode, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday, I give it to you at 8 p.m. Eastern. And on Friday, I'll drop this podcast at 5 p.m. Eastern. Unless something happens and I'm on the road, I'll let you guys know, usually in advance. And I'll also have some pre-recorded episodes, um, as I should be able to take my equipment on the road with me um, as I start my travels here um, at the end of the year. So, let's dive into another episode. This is episode number 51 of All in Society. First and foremost, if you enjoy this podcast, I know you'll absolutely enjoy my show on YouTube. I have a live show. It's released every Tuesday. So come see me every Tuesday. It's called All In Society and Friends. I bring on friends, family, entrepreneurs, anybody that I've come in contact with that's in my network group that can provide any type of value, um, have any products or services that I think uh, might help you guys um, on your your everyday life, on your endeavors uh, through entrepreneurship. And I also have just people that I have that are just, I'll have on individuals who are just great people and I'll share their stories. So, so far I've had on Yasser. He is a World Series of Poker bracelet winner um so we talked for about uh, a good hour so if you're interested in poker check that out i've had on Derek prillman he um he is an author he has a book uh about his life and he's um he's definitely gone through some tragic events in his life but you never know it if you met Derek, he's very positive um but he has a very powerful story and he has a uh, book that i think you'll definitely uh enjoy uh, so definitely check that out. Stefan, I've had a couple episodes um, with him on. He and I just talk sports, NFL specifically, um, and we'll probably talk about the NBA as well. And most, as just recently, I had on Carl Gray. He is a business consultant, uh, excuse me, business consultant, and he is a entrepreneur. He has products and services and help small business owners um, help you guys um, just build your uh, business from scratch. He's helped me with some ideas and kind of pushed me further to get my stuff started. Um, this, not just this podcast and my live show, but um, amongst other things, um, to, to provide value for you guys. So stay tuned. Um, so if you, uh, you're interested in that, make sure you check out the YouTube show. It is called, like I said, all in society and friends, just go to YouTube, search that please make sure you do. If you enjoy this, podcast you'll absolutely enjoy the show you can also um come on during my live show um like i said 7 p.m eastern i'll typically be on for an hour hour and a half you can jump in the comments and we can go back and forth and discuss whatever is on hand and if you're interested you can come on live and i'll bring you right on the show live um so come on in tap in the subscribers are growing every single day so i appreciate it you got to start from somewhere so thank you so much for your uh contributions for and i appreciate it 
as I said, just make sure you go to All In Society and Friends on YouTube. Click the subscribe button, hit the notification, share, and like. If you like to stay up to date with what I do on a daily basis, you can go to Instagram, and I'll put my Instagram handle in the episode description, but it is all in CP2, um, specifically A-L-L underscore I-N underscore CP2. So you can find that episode description. All right. So today, like I said, we're going to talk the NFL. Um, we'll go over what I think is going to happen in Monday Night Football. We'll go over that lousy performance by the Detroit Lions. Uh, Monday Night Football, I'll give you my pick of who's going to win tonight's game. I'll go over my poker week last week, and boy, I wasn't miserable. We'll talk some NBA, of course, and then we'll finish the episode with uh, some market talk, talking about the stock market and what to look forward to this year. Uh, so to kick things off, the NFL. So the Lions got demolished by the Baltimore Ravens. Man, <laughs> this hurt my soul. It hurt my pocket, too. Um, I, I was very confident. I was at the poker table saying, like, if you think the the Ravens are going to win this game, you are crazy. What have you seen that the Ravens have done to think you they can beat the Detroit Lions? I was talking that junk. I was very confident. And, um, yeah, so I got to eat this one. Uh, final score, 38-6. to six. Uh, This game was never close. Uh, Baltimore came out, ran the ball down their throats. Um, actually, I shouldn't even say it like that. Lamar just, the threat of him running, he didn't run as much as you would typically think, especially against a defense like Detroit's, um, well, how they were playing before this game. It was just the threat. Um, you know, he broke a couple big plays early on, and I think that was just enough, and it just opened up the passing game for them, and they could do no wrong. They got whatever they wanted. It was a complete massacre. Um, so Detroit, in my eyes, Detroit is not ready for the big leagues. I will be dropping them from my top five this week after uh, the conclusion of Monday Night Football. I'm going to go over and definitely going to put the Baltimore is going to definitely going to be in the top five. And Detroit, they're not going to sniff. And I put this on social media on my Facebook. Um, they're not going to sniff my top five anytime soon because their opponent's coming up. They're not that impressive. They have a late game against the Cowboys, and I think that'll be the the next time they'll be gearing up right before the playoffs. If I think if the way the the division's playing out, they're definitely going to win the division, so they'll be in the playoffs. And so that game leading up into the playoffs, um, playing the Cowboys. That will definitely be a test to see if they're the real deal or not. Obviously, depending on uh, how the Cowboys are performing as well. If something, if they're just tanking and just not doing well, then it's, it's not a good gauge. Um, but uh, I, as far as their opponents down the road, Detroit has a pretty easy schedule. And I'm pulling up right now. They have... The Raiders at home, Chargers on the road, Bears at home, Packers at home for Thanksgiving, Saints on the road, Bears on the road, Broncos at home, Vikings on the road, and then they play the Cowboys on the road. They're at Dallas. Um, So that's week 17, I believe. And then they 
round out their schedule um, playing the Vikings at home. So um, they have uh, plenty of easy games, and they easily beat the Raiders, the Bears, probably beat the Packers again at home, the Bears again, the Broncos. And I think it's uh, highly likely if if they beat the Vikings on the road, um, the first go-around, they'll probably beat them at home to cap out the season. It's not going to be a easy game uh, cuz it'll be going on the road in Minnesota um the day before Christmas and it's probably going to be cold, probably a little bit of snow. Um so they are Detroit plays indoors. So I think maybe the fact that this past game it was windy, it's probably cold out there. They're used to being indoors. They probably weren't expecting the weather to be like that. Maybe that was a factor that played, and the Detroit just kind of soft when they get out of the element indoors. Um, but it was, it was pretty pathetic the way that Detroit performed. I think the offensive coordinator he came out flat. Um, they did not have David Montgomery, and it sounded, it looked like they wanted to do the same things that that run the same exact um, plays that they would with Montgomery just to kind of open up the offense, just the the way it flows. And I guess it wasn't that successful to start, and they just kept doing it. I I thought with having Jameer Gibbs, they would come out not having him in the backfield and just spread things out to start. Goff has been playing excellent, and they were just going to pick him apart. But maybe the fact that this was going to be a windy game, they maybe they switched their blueprint last minute, and they said, I don't think this is... You know, we should probably try to run the game or uh, run the ball more than open it up. I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I just thought it was a just a terrible game plan the way they came out. Defense didn't look good. I I, I I'm not sure. I'm not a you know. I'm not a defensive coordinator. I'm not somebody that would play it on a football team at any aspect or any time in my life. But I just didn't think that the scheme that they're running for. Lamar Jackson was uh, very effective, and but I'm not sure how exactly how you prepare for a athlete like that. So I was talking a lot of junk before the games, and Lamar, his wide receivers are trash, and he's trash. He's just a run, running back, and so you know I ate, you know I ate a little bit of that. Oh, so yeah, not good. Moving along, the 49ers are at. Minnesota taking on the Vikings for Monday Night Football. I think the even though the 49ers are a little banged up, I think they'll easily get this. They'll come out ahead. Kirk Cousins is due for a couple turnovers. Um, 49ers defense will definitely win this game for them. Poker. I'm glad last week came to a close because it was not good for me. I had one winning session, and it was pretty much breaking even. Other than that, I was down three buy-ins. And for the month so far, I'm pretty much up three, just over three buy-ins. Um, so uh, hopefully, hoping I can finish the month strong, have a strong week here, and then um, get some trick-and-treat candy in the poker tables the following week, um, the week of Halloween. Um, but yeah, it was pretty spooky last, last week. Not a profitable week for me, and it wasn't that I was playing bad. Just um, 
you know, poker's not easy when you don't make a pair. And then if I do get a pair, I'm getting a lot of like pocket, small pocket pairs in early positions and flopping sets against these opponents that has larger stacks. I know I can, and they have, you know, over pairs. I know I can get them stack off. Um, So it's a couple hands. I have just terrible. I would have the nuts on the turn with the redraw and the player against me would just, would call and hit their draw. Very, you know, the odds of them hitting their hand and winning the hand is very unlikely. So just hands like that. It's just like, come on, man. But, uh, you know, I didn't let it frustrate me too much. Um, kind of just roll your eyes and, and kind of, you know, go home, wash it off, and get back to it. So uh, that's what I'll be doing, get back to it, putting in some hours, and hopefully turn things around. Uh, maybe I can d- definitely fold in more of those um, small pocket pairs, early position, just fold them out right. So um, that's, you know, but we'll – We'll see going forward. I think I was playing perfectly fine. I don't think I was opening too wide or doing anything too crazy. Um, there's no not a hands where I'm like, Claude, why are you trying to bluff in 1-3 in the river? Um, so so I, I'm going to say the course, and hopefully we turn things around. We'll have like a 2K uh, week and get back to expectation. All right, NBA. So this is what I've been waiting for. Uh, I've had been listening to some other NBA uh, podcasts and I'm by no means a, a going to sit here and give you all the stats of the games and things like that. But what I'm going to do is call the call the games week to week and um, and just talk about the stories and just the games on a game to game basis um, and just how, how I how, how I see things talking about this midseason tournament and then leading up to the playoffs. Um, I've I bet series in the playoffs and I do pretty well. Um, so that's why I like to follow along and just kind of see the ebbs and flows of how the teams are playing, especially because there's a lot of movement um, this off season. You have a lot of players um, building like a lot of super teams, but I don't even call them super teams anymore. It's kind of like the, the, the usual, it's the regular. Now you have um, all-star caliber players teaming up in the, in the, in the twos and threes. Now um, like Giannis, Damian Lillard, um, <laughs> that team is crazy. You have Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, and Booker. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> these teams are, are amazing. Um, but I don't think that though, like building a team is a is a recipe for instant success, success and an instant championship. I still think that the Denver Nuggets are far ahead of everybody else. Um, but that duo of Giannis and, uh, and Damian Lillard, um, as well as Chris Middleton and Brooks on that team. Um, that's going to, it's Brooks Lopez. That's a, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a formidable opponent. Um, uh, I'm not sure how you're going to defend them and they're going to be able to, um, lock down and play some really strong defense. Um, so uh, I look forward to seeing some matchups um, later this season in the playoffs, as long as everybody stays healthy. So the season kicks off Tuesday night. And uh, like I said, I'll be covering the game on a week-to-week basis, pretty much on the on the All-In Society and Friends. And But here, um, I'm with you guys Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we'll talk about the games 
um, every pretty much every episode, um, if as long as I'm able to watch some of the games. Now, since I reside in Southern Maryland, I'll be covering the Washington Wizards heavily as they rebuild um, for the next few years. I held season tickets the 2018-2019 season. And, and also I plan to attend some games this season. So actually, so make sure you check in on um, All in Society and Friends. I'll have some videos on there on my trips as well as uh, my Instagram. Uh, but some information as far as the team, the Washington Wizards forward, Danny Avdia, Avdia, I believe he's 22, 23 years old. He agreed to a four-year uh, $55 million contract extension, according to Woj um, via Threads. Um, Denny will be a valuable be, valuable piece in the team's rebuild as he is a versatile player on, on both sides of the ball. I have been a big fan of him since the Lions, excuse me, Washington Wizards drafted him um, in the first round. It wasn't last. They picked up Bilal Kalabali. Then I believe that, yes, and then year before, that was this year. Year before that was Johnny Davis. Um, he's banged up. Looks like he, um, at the end of the save season, he got a little bit more playing time. As I mentioned before, he had a newborn. So he was he had a newborn child, and he uh, was a rookie in the NBA. So I think that was a lot to deal with. But it looks like his game, he he's a lot more confident, as I've seen him play throughout the preseason. And he'll have a lot more opportunity to hit the floor and, um, and improve in his game. And, um, and hopefully uh, land a deal, an extension. Um, but he has a lot to, to show me because he did not look good. Um, and not to show me, but he, to show the organization if he thinks he's going to stay around and uh, get an extension. Um, so, but all the best to him. Good luck to him. Uh, I definitely want him to go out there and perform and be the player that I thought he could be when they drafted him. Um, but I think I like what the Wizards are building. There's a lot of defensive-minded players that they have, uh, but they can also score, um, rebound, um, and they're good with the ball. Uh, um, and then, as as I was saying, they picked up Law, Kalabali. Um, there was Johnny Davis, and then the year before that was Denny, and I believe the year before that was Rui Hachimura. They shipped off Rui Hachimura to L.A. He's playing with the Lakers, so he has a great opportunity to play with um, with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the rest of the Lakers. Um, but I really wish we still had Rui on our team to kind of build um, with this with this team. It would have been awesome to see him flourish. But he um, he is also he he was you could see he was blossoming and he needed more opportunity and Lakers saw that and snacked him up. Um, so I also, I root for him and I want to see him improve because I think he can um, definitely be a formidable opponent. And I hope he has more opportunity to hit the floor in the postseason um, this coming season because Lakers will more than likely be there. Uh, so this year should provide more playing time for Denny uh, like I said, I like to see him improve on his defense, rebounding, and perimeter shooting. Um, perimeter shooting, he seems a little hesitant. Uh, if he's wide open, he'll take it. But I, he looks like he's even just thinking about it too much. He's definitely got a, a good stroke. Uh, so I think it's just the confidence and repetition and just getting out there and um, just shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting um, and just working on, his, working on his game. But it'll be great to see... Uh, see him improve because as I know he will 
Lakers are playing the Nuggets, and the Suns are playing the Warriors. Lakers are at Nuggets, and the Suns at Warriors. Um, to kick off tomorrow night, I believe it kicks off at 7.30. Uh, so I can't wait. Lakers and Nuggets have a little bit of bad blood. A um, little bit of Taylor Swift pun there. Uh, because of how Nuggets just swept them in the postseason this past uh, postseason. And then Suns Warriors, KD's facing his former team. Um, and just the new looks Phoenix against the aging Warriors. Uh, it'd be fun to see uh, which team prevails here. But the Warriors do pretty darn good at home. Um, Phoenix, I don't think they have a whole lot of depth, nor do the Warriors, to be quite honest. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see uh, who wins this matchup here. But I think with the X factor will be Wiggins and I think Wiggins will come up and he'll shine. Um, cause I'm not sure who they have will be able to match up against him. Um, it's hard enough to guard Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. And if they put Chris Paul out there, he's, there's another, uh, beast, but, Wiggins is kind of, I feel like he's always forgotten sometimes, and he's definitely the X factor to go out there and hit, you know, behind the arc. He can go down below um, and get dirty and get some points in the paint and do what's necessary. So, um, and I, like I said, I think Suns are a little soft. I haven't looked at their roster up and down. And to be quite honest with you, even if I looked at some of the names, I wouldn't be too familiar with them. A lot of them, lot of them are not young players. So, I'm, I'm hesitant, but probably going to buy the NBA package and just watch a whole lot of NBA. And um, and I want to build a podcast that's focused on the sports um, and really focuses on the NBA, NFL. And um, and I hope you guys enjoy my takes, and I'll definitely make it fun and enjoyable. And maybe I'll do some watch parties, and I'll watch the games at home um, while they're live and just kind of like watch them with y'all. Uh, maybe I'll do that Tuesday night while the game is going on in the background. We'll just be in the, because um, the live show will be going on at the same time. So tune in. We'll probably do that. I'll probably do the live show and have the games going in the background. All right. To cap off the episode, market talk. So the 10-year church treasury yield, we discussed that previously, um, it hit 5% pre-market, probably around 6.30 this morning, 7 o'clock. I woke up and I saw that uh, it was about the 5% mark, so I knew that the market was going to be red, or I assumed the market was going to be red. Um, but as the mark, as time went on, um, closer to the opening at 9.30, um, that 5%, it, it dropped. Um, and so investors looks like they piled back into the market. So right now it's one forty-five PM and I just, I'm pulling up Apple stocks and, um, S and P 500 is up and it looks like, and that's really what, what I follow guys. I don't really do too much following the, the Dow and the NASDAQ. If I do, I'll just list, I'll watch CNBC and they'll tell me. Um, but what I have on my watch list is S and P 500 and they're up. Usually I'm doing well um, because I have a portion of my portfolio um, that is um, allocated to the S&P 500 index. VOO, the Vanguard S&P 500 index to be specific. 
And so um, some of the stocks are up right now. Google looks like it's still going up ahead of earnings um, tomorrow. And we'll discuss that. Tesla's up. That's good Um, (laughs) because it was dropping. Um, For me, it was down a little over 10%. I think it was 12% um, in my portfolio. So I I did buy some shares as it, um, it went down to about this level where it is currently right now. But it did hit. Um, a low of 202 and I was going to buy a couple more shares if it went below 200 um, so but it did not and it looks like it's, it bounced back up so definitely happy to see that but there's a lot of news coming out that's, that could definitely drive the price down but I think it's it's dropped a significant amount um, since since earnings report I think about 20% so uh, yeah it's already sold off quite a bit and it was selling off a little bit prior to, well, not too much. I shouldn't say that. Roblox is down a little bit for me. Lanthius holdings down, um, almost one and a half percent today. Coca-Cola about a little bit of that, um, this morning. Um, they are pretty much even new They're up slightly Disney. Um, their shares are up uh, a little bit again, heading back towards 84, Dollars. Microsoft up uh, one and a half percent. Apple up a half percent. And uh, to top it off, Bitcoin um, for me is up three, just over three and a half percent. Looks like. Um, so that's interesting. Um, it's at thirty thousand right now. Thirty one thousand. Excuse me. So it's been, it's been ticking up, y'all, um, pretty aggressively the past month. I'm looking at the month chart. So. On September 23rd, it was at 26,000, just under 26,600. Right now, it's at 31,000, just under 31,000, pretty much 31,000. So, uh, just over that. So, it's, it's, it's running pretty considerably since um, they've been talking about those Bitcoin, uh, what do they call it? Excuse me. I don't want to. Give you guys wrong in spot Bitcoin ETFs. I think they were calling it right. What we talked discussed last episodes. Yep, spot Bitcoin ETF. And I'm gonna go back over that since I forgot the name. Um, so that provides investors exposure to the world's largest cryptocurrency, such as Bitcoin, um, without having to own it. So um, since they talked about that, that pretty much says that you know the government is getting the SEC is saying that this we're going to allow this so it's a little bit more it's becoming a real thing that bitcoin isn't just rat poison or whatever you want to say and it's not backed by anything well no y'all it is now becoming a legit the government is starting to get behind it SEC is starting to get behind it um or whatever department if i'm misquoting that i'm not a you know i'm not a financial expert but you guys know what i'm getting at so the, these, you know, our, our parents are probably saying, you know, I'm not investing in no Bitcoin. But for all us youngins, do your own research. I'm not telling you guys to do anything crazy without doing research and asking people who are experts. I'm not an expert, but do your own research and consider this, I think. I know I'm investing in it and slowly but surely, um, nothing crazy. And it's start to, starting to go up. Opposed to how I invested before everyone was talking about it, so I just threw money into it, and that was at the peak. No, let's not do that. Let's be smart. 
All right, so like I said, 10-year Treasury yield uh, fell below that 5%, so the market started to run up. Earnings reports today, or excuse me, tomorrow. So for me, Google, Coca-Cola, Nucor, and Microsoft are all reporting. Um, And those are the companies that I hold in my portfolio. I believe Meta might be reporting as well tomorrow. I'm going to look that up for you guys. No, they report the 25th, so they report Wednesday. Um, so those are going to definitely be key reports that you want to know, uh, about, uh, maybe not specifically, um, some of the other ones, but Microsoft and Google, you definitely want to pay attention because those tech companies are the, the companies that have been pretty much keeping the market afloat. And so if they are projecting, you know, lowering their guidance and a lot of negative sentiment and they miss their marks, that's that's not going to bode well for the economy, and we might be in for a little bit of trouble, it's a little bit of rocky roads. Uh, right now, the com- the economy seems to be resilient, and I wouldn't say it's strong, but um, resilient, and I like to see it stay like that. All right, it's Monday, so we're going to definitely go over the mantra. Uh, um, if you're not familiar with the mantra, it's just basically something I I wrote. Uh, I accompanied, or excuse me, accompanied. Um, I use ChatGPT a lot heavy during uh, while I was kind of building out what this podcast and what my show is going to be. So I use ChatGPT to kind of build this out um, organically um, to what something that spoke to me and what I wanted to do. Um, so I read this every pretty much every day to myself because I go in here and I create these episodes every week and every day. And um, it's just something I focus on and I wanted to provide for you every Monday. So I am an unstoppable force embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. Together, let's rise and take it to another level. As always, I go over disclaimer. The information provided in the show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations. And by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. Um, Thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate it. Don't forget to like, subscribe to All in Society and Friends. And tune in with me every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability. And I promise you'll come out ahead. Have a wonderful day.